So this um, episode or this part of my story is one of the harder ones, um, even though it was the second abuse that I endured as a child. Um, it was the longest and the worst as I was, uh, started when I was around nine years old. My mom, um, after divorcing my, my dad that adopted me and cared for me and, um, she started seeing this other man. His name was Earl. Oh, what a disgusting. I can't even say, you know, I, I, it's, it's terrible because my brother, who I love dearly, his middle name is Earl. And I just, it's hard to say that word. I have to say it over, 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 and over again so I can say it. Um, Earl. It sounds, it sounds bad. It sounds like something that you don't want to say. Or at least in my mind. So, Earl. Um, I suppose I can only start from, even though I have some memories of it, I'm going to start from like age, I was in the second grade, second, third grade-ish. Um, Earl was this uh, disgusting, balding, beer-bellied, his legs were thin, he looked just like a nasty old child molester. <laughs> he looked like a child molester. And for whatever reason, my mom was attracted to him. Um, I don't, I will never know what that was about. Maybe it was, maybe he had money or stability or something that attracted her. Or maybe he was just, he was conniving. That probably what it was because he was conniving to everyone not just to me and her but to business people and he would convince he's very convincing um he the abuse with with him started as verbal abuse and he would be very ugly to my mom ugly to me um and this was probably this was this was around well, I had my appendix burst when I was in third grade. So it was before that. Um, we were living in a mobile home out by a sawmill because I, I can remember the smells and I loved to play in the sawdust. I had a bicycle um, that I would ride up and down this road mainly to get away from the abusive household. Um, just It was just an air. It was an abusive air. Like... If you walked wrong. So the child molester, Earl. Um, he had, when he came mm -hmm. into my mom's life, he had already been married. He had um, two sons and three daughters. One daughter was adopted. She was the oldest. I never really saw her. Um, she was probably the smart one. Um, and there was one daughter that was close to my age, just mm, not quite a year older, um, a very awkward, chunky, um, yeah, she wasn't social. Uh, now, now that I look back, of course, I can see huh, why she was like that, but, 
it didn't make, I, I didn't, I wasn't like that. So I just assumed she was just a nerd that would never have friends. And um, I didn't want to be around her much, really. So they always tried to push me and her together, but she wasn't my type. I mean, she wasn't the kind of person I would hang around with. She just, I didn't hate her. I just didn't have anything in common with her. Um, it's like she lived in the 50s or 60s, which is where, which her dad, Earl, um, that was his time period. So I'm sure he kept everyone suppressed. Um, and anyway, so she, she, so I came into the family with um, those siblings and only one at the time, only Carol stayed with us. And I say stayed with us because they, my mom and Earl weren't married yet, so they were shacking up in a mobile home in the middle of the woods, in the middle of nowhere. Um, it just seemed like it was just a clusterfuck. Um, a clusterfuck. Um, I don't think that she would handle it that way now, but, um, so Earl would, um, started out with threats when, um, if I did something wrong, it was never just a punishment. It would be a death threat on, or beatings and stuff. I'll beat your dog. And I had a little, little chihuahua and I was an animal lover then, just like I am now with a big heart. And, um, that was like the ultimate to me. You don't, you don't beat your animals. You don't beat anything. Um, he just didn't have a heart. And you could see through his beady little black eyes that he just didn't have a heart. And if he had one, it was rotten. So, anytime I disobeyed him in any kind of way, you know, kids, of course, need to be disciplined. And um, that's fine. But his was extreme um, he did one time at one point, um, and he always did this in secret. Like he made my, or from what I could tell, from what I remember, he would tell my mom, like if, if she was gone and I did something and she came back and I was in my room or crying or ran down the road, which is what I would do a lot. I'd get on my bicycle, even though he had just disciplined me for doing it. I'd get back on my bicycle and leave because I wanted to run away. And I didn't really know where I was running to, but I wanted away from him. He just made me sick. He made me, he made me angry. So, he was nothing like my dad. My dad was calm. He didn't discipline us when he was mad. He definitely didn't threaten to beat our dogs. Um, he actually had a heart, a really good heart, a heart, huh? like normal people. Um, Earl would lie to anyone about anything. So I keep getting off subject, but I feel like if you don't know, I'm trying to paint a picture of this person this thing that had a huge part in my life that I wish I could erase more so than the very first one, I think, because it lasted so long and took away my innocent childhood where you should just be playing and getting in normal trouble. Um, I had to worry about adult issues because 
I had to become an adult in order to not get threatened and beaten and, you know, have my animals beaten and their lives, I, you know, I, I, I wasn't normal. I couldn't be normal. So, that was the first part of the abuse. It was just verbal, mental uh, control. That was how he was establishing control. Um, uh, he let me know that he would kill or beat whomever, whatever, if I didn't listen to him. And he would, he would force me to do things then that were gross, like not even sexual, but just, I don't, um, like, I'll just use food. He, he would force me to eat onions when he knew I hated them. Why would you do that? I mean, yes, try them, but why would you? It was like he took pleasure in my pain. Um, that's exactly what it felt like. He took pleasure in my pain, my suffering. Um, he didn't, from what I could tell, he didn't do that to his own daughter. But, you know, who knows? She might have her own story one day. She, Maybe she did get abused like that. But, um... Um, so it started with verbal, um, abuse, physical, like just not normal parenting. Um, and a few years of that went on, it got worse. Um, I was very defiant with him. Um, he always accused me of doing something sexual, even as a 10 or 11 year old when I wasn't. Um, uh, I started, uh, so in about fifth grade, I never had friends either. <clears throat> I was not allowed to have normal friends or go to normal birthday parties. Like, I didn't even know what that was. Um, I think because he knew that if I went to a normal birthday party, <clears throat> I would see what normal was like. <clears throat> and I would start questioning that. So... I didn't have a normal childhood at all. And I, I can go into more detail. It's just <clears throat> at the moment I'm having a hard time with that. And I'm trying to get you to see what kind of person or to visualize this creature that walked around other people. And there's more of them out there. So I want to give you a picture so that if you see someone like this, question it. Um, if a child comes to you and, and they say something and you see this picture, this mental picture, if you can just give it a second, um, you might save a child. So I'm going to stop right there for a moment, gather my thoughts, and I'll be back. <laughs>